0: Every week, football, FanDuel, you get to play the new lineup. No more waiting. No more busted teams, busted lineups. Play FanDuel. Go to FanDuel, hit the R, hit the little thing, join now. Enter the code PICK, and you can join for free in the NFL Sunday Million. Use passcode PICK. Join fanduel.com right now.
1: CBS Sports presents the Pick 6 Podcast, featuring CBS NFL writers Pete Prisco and Will Brinson, NFL insider Jason Locanfora, and host Nick Costos. You want NFL talk? We've got NFL talk. From training camp to the Super Bowl and through the NFL draft, our fearsome foursome has you covered. This is the Pick 6 Podcast.
0: Bill Brinson on the Pick 6 Podcast. Jason locke joining me right now. Nick Costas and Pete Crisco will be along a little bit later. As we mentioned at the top, you can go to FanDuel. It is awesome. Um, I play FanDuel every week. But first, we got to get to news. Actually, you know what? This kind of relates to it, Jason, because Richard Sherman is accusing the NFL of catering to fantasy football folks and people who only like to wager on football games with the injury report. Are you buying or selling Richard Sherman?
2: Well, I mean... Do I think the injury report directly correlates to information for gambling? Uh, I mean, that's fairly obvious, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, do you see baseball teams? You know what I mean? Like, try to get a baseball manager to tell you about who's available in his bullpen on any given night. Like, imagine if they had to list them each night. You know, my, my setup guy is, is, uh, doubtful, right? My closer is questionable at best because he pitched an inning last Like, you don't see it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you have injury reports in hockey. I covered hockey for a long time, but it's it's not to sort of the level of um, distinction that you see in football. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's always been sort of a a wink. And and before I let it go, uh, I heard that Prisco plays his daily fantasy from the tanning bed. Just just I, I heard it, I heard a rumor. <laughs> I have not seen it myself, myself, but I'm told it's so easy. That you could do it from the tanning bed.
0: You know, you could actually do it because there's a great app, Fanduel. You can download the Fanduel app. Um, I played That's last week. Saying. I think my team stunk last week. I'm gonna have a better week this week, though.
2: Did you um, play from the long croquet court?
0: I did. I did. I was uh, I was streaming. I was streaming NFL games on my phone and watching Fanduel on my phone on the app while playing croquet with a sweater tied around my neck. It was it was like seventy. It was like 85 degrees, so the sweater was probably unnecessary. But um, you know, you gotta you gotta dress for success, right?
2: Always, always. Um, that's what a wardrobe yeah. department's for in my case, yes.
0: but yes. That's right. Uh, more NFL news. The NFL PA reelected Demoris Smith. Is this good or bad for the coming deal? And did you read, I thought Robert Klimko had an interesting argument um, on the NMQB.com that you could actually trace some of the origins of bad football that's being played right now back to that labor deal because of how Uh, you know, because of how it's eliminated the middle class and and basically made teams younger and and cheaper.
2: Well, coaches would tell you that, you know, only 14 padded practices and no two-a-days. And basically training camp as it was doesn't exist anymore, so training camp now bleeds into the first month of the season. Um, You know, do I buy all of that? I I don't know. Um, I do believe that much of what the NFLPA got and the last CBA was what the league was already very, very willing to give them because it comes under the auspices of health and safety. So, like, your big win is fewer practices and fewer private practices. But, like, they were, you know, newsflash guys. They were going to roll over for that stuff anyway because in light of CTE and concussion developments and everything else going on in the media and in science regarding the uh, safety of football, there was going to be a give on that anyway. Um, is it good or bad? It's inevitable. He wasn't going anywhere. I mean, look, the, this was not an open process. You know, it, it never got to a stage where anybody else had a forum to actually run against him. The player reps and their executive committee were comfortable with D and wanted to extend D in light of a looming uh, labor fight coming up when this CBA expires in a few years. So this was an inevitability, an eventuality, as is Goodell's extension, as much as some people will try to tell you that Jerry Jones is, ro- is running a rogue league office or some parallel commissionership where he can dictate everything he wants. Um, the reality is Jerry Jones has never been on the commissioner's compensation committee. Jerry Jones has never had a seat at this table, which drives him crazy. And that and the Ezekiel Elliott uh, ruling are enough to get his dander up, but he was never going to derail this process, which started back in the spring when the owners voted unanimously to allow the compensation committee to universally negotiate with the commissioner under any terms that they agreed and to do a deal with Rogers. So this was rubber stamped then, and Goodell's extension will probably be finalized in the next week. And D. Smith has his extension, and away we go. It'll be death and mayhem, and and the sky is falling for three years. And then when we get to, uh, you know, the August of when, you know, people are saying games won't be played, they'll get a deal done. We'll get a deal done and there'll be a truncated <laughs> training camp. And we won't lose any real football because they don't want to kill the golden goose.
0: No, I'm, I'm with you. And it's like, it, it, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast. I know that in week three of 2017, this is not what gets people, you know, yeah amped up about, about you know, I mean, in, maybe in the off season we'll talk about it more, but... Um, it is it is it is kind of crazy how to me how there's a very distinct like pattern for how this is going to go. It's going to be D. Smith pounding the table in interviews with rogue media outlets, and then Roger Goodell will appear on a network you know broadcast and, and be like, "Well, right. you know, we just care about in the card again. We just care about the players, and we want to make protect the integrity of the game, and we'll do this song and dance for three years, and then eventually." Everyone within the last four days of negotiations, because there's a deadline, people will get to the right. way they need to be.
2: Yeah, no, that's. I mean, look, they'll, they'll, they'll lose some preseason games. Um, I feel like the last time around, we lost the Hall of Fame game. I Feel yeah. like we lost one game, and that was it. This year, I, or this year, this next time around in in whatever 2021 or whatever, we'll we'll probably bet we lose half the preseason. But here, here's another. Uh, you know, news flash. They they already want to get rid of a couple of weeks in the preseason. <laughs> so that's, that's another one where like maybe the PA will quote unquote win, but like there are they Roger doesn't want it to be more than two or three weeks now anyway. Um they've got enough issues defending their product in the regular season. I mean the the preseason forget about. And then yeah, and then we'll we'll still you know, the season may end up starting a week late or something like that. But they'll still they'll have already built the schedule that year that makes it easy. Uh you know, with all those division games early games you could replay on the end. And we'll have football.
0: I'm with you. Um speaking of real football, Jordy Nelson says his expectations are to play against the yeah. Bengals. You hear anything about
2: that? Uh I heard originally it was gonna be um two weeks at Ooh. worst. Uh that that it was they had dodged a bullet and it was a strain and, and, and not anything more than that, and that, you know, it wasn't out of the question he would play this coming week. Um it, it wasn't a tear or anything like that. And yeah, I, I I do think that uh, there's a very real possibility he plays now. Depending on how that game goes, they could certainly manage him through it. Uh, and and if he were to miss time, I don't believe it would be more than a week as a precaution. But yeah, he he's he and Gronk both those were far less severe in you know the day after than they looked in real time.
0: Yeah, no kidding. That Gronk thing seemed like it was going to be a big problem. Uh, the Giants have bigger problems than just injuries. They have Odell Beckham's injury, but he should be getting better. This Eli McAdoo thing is wild. Um, I don't, you, know, you might have talked about it with Nick and Pete in um, your hot take, uh, hot take, reasonable. <laughs> yeah,
2: that you were the ghostwriter for it. Yeah, somehow you you avoided yeah, that Nick segment. Said that I hear Nick you said, were completely behind it.
0: Yeah, Nick said that it turned into like me, like they're like, let's guess if this is a Brinson hot take or a Costas hot take.
2: No, that's the next time we play that game, that's what the, the game should be. The, like, we figure out who wrote the question.
0: I actually kind of like that. Um, yeah, here's not a hot take. Ben McAdoo sucks right now.
2: Well, their, their offense certainly stinks, and there's um, no shortage of issues with it, and, and no super easy solutions other than run the ball better, pass protect better, and throw the ball better. But like that's, uh, you know, that, yeah, that's yeah. You a know, lot let's go go down the,
0: go down to the corner um, in New York and check out the tackle tree. Shake you loose. Go down to Times Square
2: and hold a sign up. Who thinks yeah. they can pass, protect better than Eric Flowers?
0: It's actually not a bad idea. I mean, do you see? I mean, do you actually see a situation where this Giants offense can move against this Eagles defense? I mean, the Eagles front seven is
2: nasty, and they, and they yeah, have pass Yeah, I passed, think this is a must. I, I think two teams. I'm going to go hot takey on you. Okay. I think two teams have must win games this weekend. Ooh, week three, I like it. Yeah, I know. I know. You made it. You may need to change your loafers halfway. Through I bet I can this guess. I bet up. I can
0: guess. I can guess the second one, but I, is your first one the Giants? Yes. The second one is the Chargers.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: You yes. Explain why. I take
2: minds, think alike. <laughs> well, the giant. I mean, look, the Gi- The Giants are uh, dealing with interpersonal dynamics issues. They're dealing with an offensive line that can't function. They're dealing with no running game. You know, I, I think Odell will play more this week, but like, is Brandon Marshall going to have a pulse? And um, you've got a coach who's under fire who's talking openly about giving away play-calling duties two games into the season. Yeah, they're, they they need to win. Uh, if they start 0-3 and 0-2 in the division, they, they're going to have some issues. Not that I think anybody's running away with the NFC East per se, but I I, I could see that, that thing snowballing in a negative way, and this to me is not one of these Giants teams that can just start clicking in December and rolling into the playoffs and, Away they go, and for the Chargers, they do play in a real division. And if they're zero and three, and everybody else is three and zero, and they've got two losses in the division already, uh, and their their home games or road games because the twenty thousand people who do bother to show up are rooting for the other team, and their tickets are going on the secondary market, going this going on StubHub at StubHub for you know twenty five cents on the dollar. What uh, you know? Who's going to be? Home games are going to be a, a, a disaster. They're going to be an embarrassment, um, and they've got a pretty tough schedule. So, no, I think it could get late early for for those two teams. Um, and, and and you know, we'll see how those games play out. But it's not like they've got you know easy easy pickings there with with the Eagles and the Chiefs, respectively.
0: No, I'm with you. It's not a uh, it's not a good setup. Um, two more injuries I want to get to, and we'll get to your best bets. Demarco Murray is. I drafted. A, I drafted Travis Henry. I mean, Travis Henry, Derrick Henry in a ton of leagues. I drafted Travis Henry. I'm very bad at fantasy football. Um, I drafted Derrick Henry in a bunch of leagues because I, I just think he's. I think Demarco. I think. I think Derrick Henry is an awesome runner, and I yeah. think that Demarco Murray is going to get some wear and tear, and it looks like that wear and tear is happening. Any word on how they'll use those running backs against Seattle if Demarco plays? Is it going to be all Henry? What's the plan there?
2: No, I mean, I, I think uh, it's going to be tough sledding running the ball on on, on Seattle. I know that uh, I know San Francisco had a little bit of success with that, but I don't I don't know that that's going to be the case two weeks in a row. And that Seattle D line is is uh, is pretty stout. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're going to have to see how he feels on Sunday and what he's capable of, you know, riding the hot hand and, and all that stuff. But um, you know, they're, they're, that's not going to be a team that's going to go out and throw the ball. 50 times. That's not who Malarkey wants to be. That's not what they want to be. And that's not how they're developing Marcus Mariota. So I, I think there's enough workload to go around but the kid um, you know the, 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 I think to your point, the kid's gonna gonna see a bigger share of the wealth this year than he did last year.
0: Uh, Sam Bradford's the last one. Bradford, day-to-day, limited in practice right now. He did some throwing. Um, yeah. he, do you think he's in or out next week?
2: Uh I, I I mean again. We're, cool, we're recording down.
0: we're recording around lunch on on Thursday. Just it's gonna
2: you. come down yeah, it's gonna come down to, to warm ups. Uh their intention will be just like last week, they're gonna tell Case Keenum through the week and on Saturday night. Be ready if we need you and we very well might, and then they'll see how Sam feels Sunday morning and what Sam's able to do. He was able to do pretty much nothing against the Steelers. I talked to multiple people who watched that warm up in real time and texted me. There's no way this guy's playing. I mean, he, he didn't air it out at all. He wasn't really running. You know, it looked like just a uh, a warm-up to not re-injure anything, not a warm-up to see the extent of what he could do. I suspect this week it's a true warm-up to see the extent of what he can do, but they're going to have to decide, you know, does an already, you know, a mobile Sam Bradford, you know, on, a, on another knee issue, is it worth strapping him in a brace and seeing how little he can do? Or, you know hoping that we've got him for the next 12 weeks of the season. And, and we just give that thing one more week. They haven't made that determination yet. They won't make that determination until Sunday. Um, but if this is from a fantasy perspective, I I'd, I'd have my trepidation because even if Sam's out there, I think it would be a, let's keep them upright game plan.
0: Interesting. All right. So don't, don't worry about Bradford. I'm, I was actually thinking more of a gambling perspective with the, uh, the Buccaneers and the Vikings. The early line, I think I've seen this by is. uh, Cape Bay, minus two and a half at Minnesota. All right. So to your best bets this week, what are you liking in week three? And how are you, are you, yeah. are, you are you doing your best bets every week? Do I just not see that? Comment I
2: don't know. How am I supposed to? Nobody said anything to me. Oh, no, I know. I didn't
0: know if you're writing. You, I remember you used to write the five best bets. I
2: used bets. to. I, yeah, I used to. I don't know. I think, I don't, I don't know. I know Pete does his. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know that I am, but there's certain games I like more than others. I'm definitely staying away from primetime games. Because I'm zero and seven right now in the time in the in the uh, oh God. In the, I, might be, yeah. I might be
0: I might be too. This is a weird year, man. It's you can't like it's hard to so for instance a game like Denver at Buffalo. Denver is clearly the better team, and the line is so weird. And Buffalo is plus three, and every, See, that's like, one
2: that I really do like. I, I just think that one. If they're giving me that one, I'm going to take it. Um, Buffalo can't do anything in the passing game. I mean, you just saw what Denver did to shut down Elliott. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to change a damn thing. Like, Vance Joseph doesn't have to change anything, except now he doesn't even need to use his nickel. He, he could use Chris Harris in the box, too. He could play 10 in the box and just put, you know, Tlaib on whoever. I mean, uh, Sammy Coates, I don't even know. You know, like, there's nobody's yeah. going to beat you outside there. Like, you, you, you sell out to shut down Shady McCoy – and, you know, look what happened to him last week in Carolina where they, they did effectively that. And then if Tyrod can make a few plays, Godspeed. But that Buffalo offensive line to me is not what it was two years ago. That's in decline, and it's beat up. Kyle Williams is a guy who's getting pretty beat up on the interior of their D-line. Marcel Darius might not play. I don't know, man. And, and, and all Trevor Simeon has to do is, is you know, just manage the game. That's I, what I'm, I'm big see. on I Denver guess, and I'm not I, big on Buffalo.
0: I know, like like that's what I guess what I'm saying is like that line feels like It's like they it's, know
2: something we don't know, right? Or like there's right. gotta be there's gotta be a reason why that looks like such a gimme.
0: It's i I'm just
2: taking it. I'm not gonna overthink it. Like that's one of the three or four that stand out to me where it's like, you know, Buffalo is not a team that's ready to win right now. Um you know, the other one is you know, similar sort of game, Pittsburgh, Chicago. Yeah. Seven yeah, I think Pittsburgh's more than seven points better than Chicago, and I think this is the week Pittsburgh's offense explodes, and Pittsburgh's defense has been really, really good. Now you'll say, well, they were really, really good against bad quarterbacks, and I would say, yeah, and they got, uh, they've got uh, Glennon this week, and uh they got Bortles coming up. They're, they're going to be pretty good against a lot of bad quarterbacks. I, I just feel like uh, this is the week Le'Veon Bell's training camp's over. You know, he gets it going. Chicago's a wounded team. They know that their starting quarterback, and probably only has two more games before they make a switch. That 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 one's screaming out at me. And then the other obvious one, right, is why why are the Browns favored against anybody? <laughs> I don't know. I think the Browns might be a Especially better Especially on the road.
0: This is the first time the Browns have been favored since 2015. And you're right. So there are ten teams in the NFL – um, assuming that the Vikings are, are underdogs and, you know, they, they will be when that line comes out, 10 home teams that are underdogs in week three. That's crazy. And it, like, I can't tell if it's, I mean, well, we a lot trust? of road teams
2: have been winning. I mean, part of it, I guess, is just the way the schedule lines up with teams that appear to be dominant, you know,
0: uh, we just have, you have the, going Colts on the at home. road against
2: lesser teams and yeah. didn't, didn't last week. Wasn't there a record number of road teams who won last week or something like that? Or
0: That might, that might be the case. And it might be – I mean, like, Bill, Bill Barnwell had a piece about why home field advantage isn't that big of a deal except for maybe two teams like the Seahawks and the Ravens. And then you look at these road teams. I mean, Buffalo – like you said, Buffalo stinks, and they've got this, you know, this game plan from Denver that, that worked perfectly against the Cowboys – and it's, it, it it's, if you use the exact same game plan against the Bills, it's going to work even better. The Jets are at home, and they're one of the, like, I can't trust the Jets to cover six, even against the Dolphins at home. The Bears are at home. They just lost 29 to negative five to the Bucs. It's, it's, they're just some bad teams at home this week.
2: Yeah. I mean, and look, if, if Pittsburgh was an offense that was predicated on a fast track, then I would say, okay, maybe I get it, but Pittsburgh plays at home, you know what I mean? On a similar surface. Like, they're not, it's not like they're a dome – you know what I mean? A dome AstroTurf yeah. team. So – and I mean the Denver one, like I would put Tlaib on Charles Clay. Mm. And just – you know what I mean? I would maybe even do that. like Beat
0: him you know. with Zay Jones?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I – you know, I'll put Harris on him and then like whatever. Whoever, whoever you throw on the outside, on the other side, like Godspeed. Because if, if, we're not going to – Tyrod's not going to be able to get – he's not going to have four seconds to get the ball out. Mm. I, I just – yeah. Yeah. All right, those, so you got, so you those, got are, Pitt- those games jump out at me.
0: You got Pittsburgh at Chicago. You got a lot of, you got Indy. You like Indy getting the points at home against the Browns. Oh, yeah. And you like yeah. the Indy's
2: defense last week was, was okay. And when I talked to people who broke them down on film, um, football people, they're, they're, they're shocked by this spread because Deshaun Kaiser, like I know there was a lot of hype about him for three months in Cleveland. He, he can't make NFL decisions. He's, he's super far from doing it. and, if Kevin Hogan had played the whole game last week, the Browns, that's at least a one-score game. It's probably, a, maybe the Ravens win by three, but it's a much closer game. I mean, Kaiser speeds up your pass rush. He holds onto the ball so long. Um, and, and I think his confidence got wounded last week and the migraine issue, but it's clear they have to stick with him. Um, yeah. I.
0: It is insane. Not that I want to
2: necessarily watch either of those teams play football right now, but yeah. I, I think the Colts take care of business there.
0: It is insane when you say like, "Hey, the Browns are favored on the road." I mean, the Browns haven't been favorites since 2015. They're favored on the road. All right, anything else pop out? To I you? just
2: saw a stat: the Browns have like one win in the last 663 calendar days, or something like that.
0: <laughs> that's, I mean, they won one game. They the Chargers. They beat the Chargers, and that's it, right? Because they, I mean, they yeah. couldn't have won. They couldn't have won many games in looking at 2015 Browns stats. And I'll tell you hold on. So in 2016, they won that one game against the Chargers and their last win in 2015 was, uh, December 13th, 2015. So between December, so between December 14th, 2015 and uh, September 21st, 2017, they have one, they
2: have one, one win. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: Jeez, that's incredible.
2: Yeah. And then there's some of these other games that I just don't like. Seattle Tennessee I have no like I wouldn't touch that game you know what I mean in a million years like I I just
0: what well, do you how do you fun. lean how do you lean on these two primetime games with uh, both teams oh, you're
2: asking home. the wrong you're asking the wrong guy I know that's I I'm prime yeah. time. so bet against me so wait yeah I'm going to fade you new? that's the plan
0: yeah
2: uh, you talking about the Sunday night and the Monday night or are you talking yeah. about
0: tonight no 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 tonight is not a real football game um, right uh, we're, we're Unless it was on
2: CBS, in which case I would come up with at least a couple of compelling yeah. uh, uh, no,
0: Oakland at Washington and uh, Dallas at Washington.
2: Like, I mean, Washington, even when they were a better team, struggled mightily on prime time forever, and especially at home. I Oakland's proven to me the last two years they can win on the road. I think they're the much better team here. I mean, that's another one where I'm just going to, I think Oakland's more than three points better. I'm not going to sit there and overthink that one. Uh, Washington's going to have, Washington's pass game is, is not going to be what it's been the last two years. Um, the Arizona, so I, I actually, I, I have a pretty strong feeling about Oakland. The Monday night game to me, that's the one where I'm thinking that's some sort of trap there. Like, yeah. You know, that's where, I, that's one where I'm like, I took Dallas just because I think they're the better team, but, I don't have a great feeling about that. I, I don't think either of those teams are what people make them out to be, uh, and and look, Dallas is so inept. The secondary is so inept, and I don't believe in their pass rush to the point where Carson Palmer maybe carves them up just because he's got you know he's got all day to do it. I will I will I got Dallas now. My my guess is I will have flipped that pick by Monday, <laughs> which then means Dallas will in fact trounce them.
0: I mean, Dallas, Dallas losing on the road, falling to one and two, and people really starting to panic about the Cowboys. All right. Um, that's it. We're going to go, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk about some fan duel. And after the break, uh, I'll be joined by Pete Prisco and Nick Costas to, to take down their best bets. Jason Lacafora, thanks for joining us, my friend. Good picks. Um, yeah, man. Send Prisco my love. Everyone fade Jay, uh, Jason on Monday night and, uh, and Sunday night. And we'll be yes. back. Uh, we'll holler at you on Sunday night.
2: Sounds good. Talk to you then. Thanks, buddy.
0: Right. Fantasy football fans, you're 0-2. It stinks. Your team's a train wreck. It's a dumpster fire. David Johnson's on your bench. Greg Olson rotting away in the non-existent IR spot you have. You might have dropped him. You might have dropped them both. I claimed them. so right. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there late in the season. But I don't care. I'm gonna play FanDuel anyway. You should be playing FanDuel. Get off your fantasy football league. Go to Fanduel.com. Go to the join now button. Use the promo code PIC, P-I-C-K, we're going to get you a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million. I'll tell you who I am locked into right now on FanDuel for this weekend, too. I'm going to give you a free – not a free play. I'm going to give you a free play in the Sunday Million. But you can join me on the bandwagon to monies. You're going to take Cam Newton, and you're going to take Kelvin Benjamin because these guys are playing against the Saints, and the Saints are hot garbage, and they can't defend anyone, and the Panthers are going to get their offense revved up this week and win 45-10. to 10. Just listen to me now. You can thank me later. Um, every week I sit down at some point on Friday night after my kids in bed, my wife is watching some reality show and I put together my FanDuel lineup. It might be the best hour of my, of my week. just alone with a cold beer in my hand, locking down that lineup and every, it's got something for everybody. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just a buck. Pick a contest, choose your team, watch your score real time. New users get free entry to the NFL Sunday Million. Again, FanDuel.com, promo code PICK, FanDuel.com, promo code PICK. Alright, now we're back. These guys, my, <laughs> my guys, Pete Prisco, Nick Costas joining us now to pick all the games, talk about the super contest. You guys want to do, are you going to do a little fandle too? You're just a
1: fan this weekend, Pete? Oh, of You're course. going to beat that oh. Alga. Of course I, uh, I'm I've cashed two weeks in a row. Are you kidding me? Have you really? Yeah, not the so much, said, but When he says cash,
3: he means like 15 bucks. And, will here's what everyone needs to know about Pete, because him and I, we sit next to each other basically all day on Sunday. And what Sounds he'll like do hell. is he'll needle me about not just what my picks are, but the games that I've actually bet on, and will basically outwardly root for me to lose. And then after I lose or I'm going to lose, he'll be like, eh, I really wish you had won and kept your money. It's become okay. a running joke to this point. Now, I actually said to Pete on Sunday night, Pete, are you going to lose all your fan duel? He said yes, and I said, good and yeah, he I did
1: meant it. he did he's a mean man it's he's probably, a mean
0: little man it's probably not ideal so we're uh we are a combined the math carry the one uh, it's bad man 10 18 and 2 in the super contest god. a combined 10 18 and 2 that is pathetic guys we got
1: to turn it around maybe we should start rooting for each other instead of rooting yeah, against will, each other yeah it will you know what happens the leaves are turning brown oh my god you you don't ever win the contest you don't win the contest in 10 years uh, the leaves are turning brown. That means it's time for me to start wearing that crown, and I'm gonna hope to hell like you two drown.
3: <laughs> <The> regular <Schultz laughs> I, I like and,
1: that addition. I like that addition.
3: I mean, I mean, it wasn't really a Prisco poem until he wished death or physical harm on somebody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you guys, this is a weird week. I think, from a lot of perspectives, in terms of the line, and, and maybe you love the board, maybe you hate the board, love it. but it's interesting because first of all, there are—I counted ten. Home underdogs, if you count the – now, we're, this is the Friday show, but you can't got to count the 49ers in that as well on the board. Uh, Vikings line is out when we look at the Super Contest. They are plus three at home. Tons of home dogs. This is – but it's 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 crazy because, like, like, Jason and I talked about in the first part of this podcast, and we'll, there's a game, the Bills and the Broncos. The Broncos are clearly the superior team. They're favored by three, and yet it's the, the stinkiest, fishiest That's line right. on the planet. We'll get to that
1: one in a minute. Uh, let's dive in. I right love now. the board, by the way. I love the board. And, this and week. I, I don't didn't just, love the...
3: I don't just love the board. I love, love the
1: board. The board this oh week. yeah. I, I had to weed, weed out two other good picks that I like to get the five.
0: I'm going to make up my best bets on the fly here while we're doing this podcast, but I got oh. a pretty good idea of what I'm going to do. I've got my five let's locked start, in already. Let's start with a giant crusty pile of one-week-old eggs that you'll be eating for brunch this Sunday morning when the Ravens and Jaguars square off in London at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. I think that game's on Yahoo, so hopefully it's hopefully it's not on CBS. Otherwise, I may have just gotten myself fired. Uh, this is going to be a defensive battle, to say the least. Jaguars are the, air quote, home team here, getting three and a half. Um, I'll be honest, Pete, I'm looking forward to how you defend the Jaguars in this one.
1: Oh, I'm not. I think this is going to be a, an anti-Prisco game where both offenses stink and both defenses are going to be very good. I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of points in this game. Uh, I think the Ravens are the better team. I think they'll find a way to win the game. I'm not picking it either way, uh, but if I was had to pick it, I'd take the Ravens.
3: You know, you'd know, you think it was like 1776 with the way that we treat our neighbors in London and, and in England here, that we send them – the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens. Like, haven't we, like, we've been allies in a couple world wars over the last 100-plus years here. Like, can we give them a good game? Like, can we send them the Patriots and the Packers? No. we got to send them the Ravens and the Jaguars. So apologies to our great listeners in London and in England. That being said, uh, Pete nailed it. The Jaguars, how are they going to score in this game unless it's on defense? The answer, they won't. Baltimore wins. Baltimore covers.
0: I'm going contrarian here, and I don't really know why. And I'm doing this a couple of times with this board this week, and um, it could burn me. Maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna hate myself for it. Um, come Sunday, I probably will. But I think the the Ravens are such an obvious pick here, and it's such a weird game. And Jacksonville sort of comfortable over there in London, and that they? defense is good enough to. Yeah, they're comfortable. They play there a lot. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Not so, not I, so I say they have a two game they have a two-game winning streak in London. There you go. See that's a trend. That's what we call a trend in the biz. Yeah, one of Priscilla's
3: um, crappy trends.
0: I like the uh I like the Jaguars to cover and the Ravens to win, mainly because I feel like these London games have been close, weird Weird football games, and, and something bizarre ends up happening at the end. I think the Jaguars cover. I don't like either team. I probably like the under more than anything here at 39.
3: Well, wasn't last year the last game played in London was the Redskins-Bengals tie, right? Tie. They never we'll cover four. That's a terrible football game. Terrible. Right, really.
0: uh, moving right along to actual football games. What Nick again, take?
1: You took the rape. I
3: I mean, like, do you have your the volume turned up on your headset? Like, I just agreed with your pick and I took. Maybe I
1: was just trying to drown out the shrieking voice coming (laughs) through my headset. Maybe that's what it was. Did you double check your hearing aid? I did, (laughs) but it it sounded like this. It sounds good when you talk, but then
3: I hear his voice and goes. (laughs) You must have the the, Um, uh, the hearing aid turned up too much.
0: Next up, uh, the this is the ultimate argument that, that NFL football is fun and is doing well in the year of our Lord, 2017. The Browns are favored at the Colts. What a game. This is the first time the Browns have been favored in a football game since 2015, and they were favored by one point in Indianapolis. This line stinks. The Colts stink and the Browns stink. Who stinks the least, Nick?
3: Uh, the home team, the Indianapolis Colts. Like, you can't take the Browns as a road favorite. Like, I just, like, if you try and do it, like, I may come to your house and stop you from doing it. That's how much I care about you. Look, both teams are bad, Will, like you said, but you're getting points with the home squad in this uh, in this one. It's a no-brainer. You take the points with Indianapolis.
1: And I love the home team in this one. That's it's one bad. of my contest picks. I uh, I really like the Colts. I, I and there's no way in hell the Browns should be laying points on the road. They got a rookie quarterback making back-to-back road games in consecutive weeks on the road. He was a disaster last week on the road. He will be a disaster in this one, even though the Colts aren't as good as the Ravens on defense. Give me the point. They win the game outright.
0: Something stinks about this game, guys. I mean, it stinks. Look, uh, I'm I'll looking at the, a slight... I'll say it's
3: the quarterback play, or maybe the rosters, or but the coaches. Move both,
0: yeah. both teams. is this, this is. Uh... Unfortunately, this is a CBS game. Um, what are you going to do? Well, you can stream on CBS All
3: Access as well.
0: You can watch it on CBS All Access. I am looking at a site that has an updated line for this. You know, the con- the Super Contest freezes on Wednesday night. It was Browns minus one. The Browns are currently minus one and a half with the juice at minus one fifteen. That makes no sense. And when you look at the, you know, the money is basically. This is the only game where the money in terms of the public bet percentage is basically split. It's everything is wildly skewed this week. I'm going to take the Browns as a road chalk favorite. What the hell is the matter with me? I don't know why. I think they're a better defense. Best I think bet, they will establish. Well, no. What's that? Best bet. No, 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 not as a best bet. Okay, no. nah. <laughs> Um Look, I think the Browns can be more physical up front on offense. Can run the ball, establish the run, keep it out of De- out of, out of Deshaun Kaiser's hands as much as possible. Big game for Isaiah Crowell. Big game for Duke Johnson. Browns win this game. Not gonna be a fun game to watch, but the Browns are gonna come away with a win. Now, again, actual football. God, this game stinks. All these games stink. Yeah, uh, this, I'm sorry, the football stinks. Steelers at the Bears. The Bears are the home dog here getting seven points. Nick Costos, I feel like this is an automatic play for you. Am I wrong?
3: Duh. Bears, dot, Bears, dot, Bears, dot, Bears, dot, Bears, dot, Bears. Ditka, seven, Steelers, three. Of course you take the Bears here in this spot. This is almost identical to um, week one, Bears-Falcons. There you just had six and a half. Here you are getting the full touchdown. Now I am concerned that this is the Le'Veon Bell. Rust is off, 180-yard combined yardage, three-touchdown game. Even with that said, though, I think the Bears will be able to move the ball enough to put some points on the board. And you know what the M.O. is with the Steelers and the Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger era. When they're big road favorites, they generally go out there and lay an egg. Unless they're in Cleveland playing the Browns last year, that one's still haunting me. I will take the points with John Fox, Mike Lennon, and the Bears. I don't love it, not a best bet, but give me Chicago.
1: Pete, are you good? No, not a a best bet, but I'm not going to take the Bears anywhere. I don't care if they're at home. I don't care if they're playing with an extra guy against the Steelers. There's no way I'm taking them in seven right here. No way. I I think Nick is scared of the right thing. I think this is the Steelers' chance to get the offense back on track to what we expected it to be. I think they put up a big number. I think Bell gets it going. I think they're going to get a couple shots down the field. I don't love the Steelers, but I would take the Steelers in this spot.
0: Oh boy, I've got the Bears here too. Let's go, just baby. a lot of I've got a lot of crap on my on my. Plate are these guys. your contest picks? No, I'm just telling you who I'm picking. And I'll tell you if I got a contest pick. I'm well, not taking the Bears. Okay. In well, so far pick. we are
3: we are three picks in, and Will Brinson has the Jaguars, the Browns, and the Bears. <laughs> this is it's like you
0: last year every Counter, week. Counterpoint. Well, you guys have the Steelers laying seven on the road, which is not a terrible spot to be in, I guess. But I'm you with do you, have buddy. the got, Ravens got, and the Colts. I got, I got
3: the Bears. I'm with you, bud.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. Um. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll take the Bears in the seven points at home. It's The Steelers could blow them Lisa. out. uh But the Steelers haven't blown anybody out yet, and I feel like they're playing a little bit of ball control. The Bears' defense is pretty good. Uh Bounce-back game at home for Mike Lennon, and he desperately needs it because Mr. Trubisky is banging down that door. Another home dog. The Jets are getting – So How are the Jets getting less points than the Bears at home? I mean, come on. The Jets are getting six at home against a Dolphins team that is traveling all the way back from Los Angeles, all the way to New York. That is a long way away for their second game of the season. thought the Dolphins looked pretty good in the first week, second week technically for, for the rest of us, against the Chargers, and now they play the Jets. Can you take the Jets with six, Pete? Because they were, oh, that's right, the Jets um, – the, uh, uh, correct me remember, if was I'm wrong, Jets? but yes. Were your best bets I, I think, think they
3: may Yeah, they been. were. Yeah, good, a, good and pick, and you know
1: what? If the punt return doesn't doink off the guy's face in the second quarter when I get the ball back at 14-10, they have a chance to cover that number. And if
3: my aunt had the male anatomy, she'd be my uncle. It didn't happen. Well, Sorry. Your Pete.
1: aunt probably is your uncle. You just don't know it yet. You <laughs> saw the game. You saw the ball doink off his face. But it's 14-10. Like he he you crusty even the clown to
3: me. That was unbelievable.
1: You even liked the Jets at one point in that game. You looked at me and you go, you might get a cover out of that. Well, I was, humor, so, I was
3: humoring you. But I'm not taking –
1: but having said that, I will never take the Jets again the rest of the season, I promise you. Not once. And so I'm taking Miami here. I don't love the Dolphins, but I'm never – I promise you. I'm not going to be like Nick and be stubborn and take the Browns every week like he did last year. I will not take the Jets again the rest of the season. You give him 14 at home against a team, I'm not taking them.
3: You know, I was – to Pete's credit, he's right. I was very stubborn last year with Cleveland and San Francisco for that matter. But, Pete, I have learned my lesson. I am also not going to take the Jets here. Not a best bet, but I'm going to take the Dolphins, lay in the six and a half. Miami wins this game by ten points. Jay Cutler, 2-0 and as Dolphins starting quarterback with two wins on the road in the conference.
0: I got the Dolphins, too, and, I, and I, the, the reason why is that the Jets just have this feel about them like they are the 2015 Cleveland Browns. You know, the, if they win one game, it will be by accident or because... You know, there's a little bit of like Rocky, you know, or not Rocky, excuse me, a a Rudy situation where they're like, "Ah," you know, like like Cleveland beat the beat the Chargers in that game. Everything about this Dolphins game, traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast, haven't been home in what three weeks because of the, the hurricane. And then, I mean, I guess I guess they went home briefly, you know, in between this week. But you're that's a ton of travel and a ton of movement. But I don't think it matters as long as the Dolphins can line up. Fire off the offensive line and let Jay Ajayi run wild. They should win this game by a touchdown. The line is a little stinky, and I don't like it, and I'm tempted to take the Jets, but I can't do it because I think they are easily, and it's not even close, the worst team in football. I have the Dolphins as well. Broncos at the Bills, and we mentioned at the top, smelliest line on the board, guys. The Broncos showed us a blueprint for bottling up a talented running back and shutting down a passing game. With a mobile quarterback and bludgeoned the Cowboys last week. And now they have a really, 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 really destitute version of the Cowboys in the Bills. Why will the explain to me how the Bills are going to cover this, Pete?
1: I'm not going to. And I just don't (laughs) see any chance that they do cover it. And in fact, I have the Broncos as one of my best bets. The defense is suffocating. The Bills offense stinks. They have no playmakers other than LaShawn McCoy. You take him away. We saw that version play out last week. They took away Ezekiel Elliott. and They couldn't beat him. They couldn't make plays down the field. Love the Broncos in this spot. It's a little scare because it's their first road game. And Best we, but, bet. Sip, but Simeon was good on the road last year. He did some good things on the road last year. And I think that's going to affect him. Give me the Broncos minus the points.
3: You know, Billy B, here's the problem. The puff pieces on Trevor Simeon, they've started. People talking <laughs> about Simeon like he's the next John Elway, like this is the Broncos offense when Peyton Manning threw 50-plus touchdowns and broke the NFL record. Reality check. It's not. Reality check. They're playing on the road. Reality check. This Bills team has been plucky through the first two weeks of the season and really should have beaten the Carolina Panthers last week if not for that hideous drop by Zay Jones at the end of that game that would have put Buffalo in front 10-9 and won that football game. One of my best bets. And this is what I love. When I go head-to-head with Pete Prisco, it's happened twice this season. I have won each time. We're going to do it again. Western New York, I'm riding with you. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Let's powerbomb people through tables in the parking lot, take shots, and get loaded. Buffalo plus three. One of my best bets of the week.
0: I gotta be, I, I mean, I got Buffalo too, and I, I mean, I don't like it. It's, it's one of those where you're like, it's, it's, what is it? It's like, it's a system play. You're like, hey, this, this is how I play these things. It
3: makes no sense, so you take it. Yeah.
0: It, you know what it reminds me of? Last year, slightly different situation in terms of the team coming in, but last year when the Cardinals went into the Bills, and the, and the, and the Bills were much worse than the Bills have been so far this year, but the Cardinals went into Buffalo, and it, there was no explanation for why the Bills might win that game. Carson and just, threw up like
3: up five picks. Carson threw like five picks in that game, right? And they had
1: special teams gaffs all over the place. Remember? I mean, we'll see. I, look, I got the Bills too. I think everyone. I would not
0: be surprised if the Broncos are the number one consensus play.
1: No, I just, disagree with you. I think the Bills are going to be more of a play than the Broncos in this game. No way. It'll be the Broncos. Because <laughs> I leaned to the Bills initially, and then I went and did my homework and watched the Broncos, and the way they took away Ezekiel Elliott. And I said to myself, I go, they're taking away LaShawn McCoy. they can do the exact same thing. Taylor will turn it over. I'm with you, Nick. I don't think Simeon's what everybody's making him out to be, but he won't have to be. The defense will win this game for the Broncos.
0: There's like 10 or 15 teams that would kill for Trevor Simeon on their roster right now. The other thing about Trevor Simeon, he's only started 16 games. I like Trevor
1: Simeon. Tied for the league lead touchdown passes with Matt Stafford.
3: Two right weeks now. into the season. Relax. He's got some moxie. He's got a little moxie, doesn't he, Pete? He's on pace for 48, Nick. Cool. I'll bet you a billion dollars he doesn't get there.
1: Oh. Mm, you think?
3: Well, you're you're, 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 cool, you're, you're, a you're a the cool dumbass you're... that just said it that he's on pace for 48. That ain't happening. I'm just telling
1: you the facts, Nick. and put the facts out there. It's up for a guy like you to dispute the facts. Would you? Just, how many, uh, How like would we... you pay that off if you lost a billion dollars to Pete? It's he like just you actually to... made.
3: I, I would just would you... want like dinner.
1: Like ten dollars a day, or like? No,
3: he just we just do like one dinner, which he owes me by the way at, at Joe's.
1: i put my beer on his head all for the rest of his life. Please, he'd be my he'd if, be my uh drink beer stand. Oh, you're like, alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wave this billion dollars, but you have to sit next
0: to me and I'm gonna set my beer on your head. On his head. The rest of my life. <laughs> That's, and, and, he'd I, ha- and he'd have, to, and he'd have to, re-
3: he'd need locked. a, he would need a step yep. ladder to do that since he's like three years Yeah, But you know what? Later in life, later in life, it'll be
1: sliding off your head because there won't be anything to hold it back up there. There it is, or... there it is. We got, we got pick six bingo.
0: Um alright, Patriots and Texans. I'm taking the Bills there too. Not a best bet. That's right. We're, uh, we're, how many games in? I don't have any best bets? I better hurry up, right? Patriots hosting the Texans. Pats minus thirteen and a half. Pete's grinning. Oh, you're both grinning. Why are you both grinning? What's up with the grin, Pete? What's up with we the have grin?
1: fun on this podcast. That's why. Yeah. I don't uh, look. You give me Bill Belichick is eight zero against rookie quarterbacks in Foxborough. Ah, I, I should have
0: used the stat. I was you're it
1: from me. There's there. No, you did It's everywhere. What are you talking? You stole it from you. I was I was sitting on I was going to write about it today but didn't Breach write about it yesterday It's fine. But the bottom line is he destroys rookie quarterbacks. Deshaun oh, Watson wait, hold making on, Pete, his second little, start little, on the A little 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 dissension
3: here between Billy Brinson and John Breach. Did you pick up on that? Will, yeah, I did.
1: Happy. Look, they Breach beat him to breed him to the draw, and he's shot down over there. He's he's hurting right now. <laughs> John Breach, fastest gun in the west. Now
0: you know I forgot to put my I forgot to put my um, author name in the in the CMS on my. uh on my on uh, my picks column this week, so he got like two hundred fifty thousand page views. I didn't get credit for him. John Breach, John
3: the fastest gun in the West, is his, his new nickname. It's over. that's, that's um, incredible. All right,
1: so who you got here, Pete? Well, I got I got New England. I, I'm just not. I, there's no, I don't love them in this spot, but there's no way in hell I'm taking Deshaun Watson, a rookie quarterback, going against Belichick and Matt Patricia. No way. I'll take New England.
3: All right, Pete, who do you think I'm taking in this spot?
1: Tex- You're too you, you took them,
3: said, you took you them said, last year in the playoff, you loser. Guess what I'm doing? I'm taking loser. the I'm taking the Patriots. I've learned my oh, wow. lesson. I wow. think they're good. Yeah, there's. I, there, I'm not take- Deshaun Watson barely looked functional last week against the Bengals. Um, I don't even want to know what the hell's going to happen against the New England Patriots. So I will lay it with New England. Not a best bet, but I will lay it with the Patriots.
0: Let's get my first best bet on the board, the New England Patriots. And I mentioned the stat. Not the 8-0 against rookie quarterbacks. I don't care about that. I mean, everybody knows that. That's out there. What I want to talk about especially the fact John that he's 10-0 and against first-year players. That includes Carson Palmer when he came in there. First time as a starter in New England. Their first year as a starter playing in New England. Do you know, and here's the key, the average point differential in those games of those 10 games?
3: I'm going to guess 14.
0: 17.2. Wow. And the only teams that covered, I believe, uh, were Mark Sanchez and the Jets, and they had a really good defensive team and played them a bunch. And I think it already played them once. And uh, the I think Carson Palmer, who was in his second year, not really a rookie, he is going to mess with Deshaun Watson. You saw that quote, are you going to talk to Nick Saban? I don't know. Yes, he's going to talk to Nick Saban, and he's going to go after Deshaun Watson. I like the Patriots as a best bet, laying 13 and a friggin' half here. Next up, another big favorite, finally, the Carolina Panthers hosting the New Orleans Saints. What you got here, Nick?
3: Um, I like Cam Newton and the Panthers here. Um, I'm going to make a mia culpa here um, on my Saints-NFC South pick. That, I think, it might be the worst pick that any of us made, including Brinson's Cardinal Super Bowl pick. It was yeah, really my bad. My pick's still alive. Yours is dead in the water. Mine is dead in the water. Um, I think Cam's just going to have a monster, monster game here. I'm going to take Carolina, and I think Christian McCaffrey finally breaks one off here, breaks off a long run. He's got a good game, and I don't think the Saints can hang on the road in this spot. Not a best bet, but I'll take Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers.
1: I'm with you. I don't love him, but uh, I think New Orleans' defense is atrocious. Cam hasn't looked good, though. He, he's missed a lot of open receivers. He took a beating last week. they got to play better on that offensive line. But the Saints are so bad. The busting coverage in the secondary is atrocious. They're so bad back there. I'll take, I'll take Cam Newton and the Saints. I mean, and the Panthers in this one too.
0: I got the Panthers as well, and it's one of my best bets. I of course they, it is.
1: Every week it's one of your best bets, the Panthers. You they should do, have
0: covered last
3: week like against the Bills. Carolina. You do like taking them.
0: They should have covered last week against the Bills. Easily. I mean, it shouldn't have even been close. I, I took the, I took the, I took the 49ers the first week. The Bills Panthers. Bills lost are, the game, Brinson. They were I think they they were two for three in the red zone and, and came Cam, oh, Cam overthrew
3: Christian McCaffrey wide open on a third yeah, and goal. Yeah, miss, miss I know that, that happens in every game. It's just like the it's just
1: they could have lost the game. So they're gonna win this it.
0: game. They're gonna win this game forty five to ten. The Saints. Here's the problem with the Saints. They're outdoors, and the biggest problem is they can't protect Drew Brees particularly on the interior right now. The Panthers' strength on defense is that interior rush with Short and Star. They are going to get all over Brees, and you're gonna see. These big tall receivers get down the field, get open. Cam is going to hit them. Did you see the stat on the percentage of percentage of passes completion, percentage of passes allowed by the Saints on deep balls, 15 yards or more down the field? They're allowing 88 percent of those balls to be completed right now through two weeks. Because well, the receivers come...
1: are wide open, they bust more coverages than any team I've ever seen. Yeah, in my and, life. The pa- and the Panthers are going to take advantage of it. The Panthers are going to blow. By the way, on Sunday, and, uh, and... You know what that means on
3: Sunday, Brinson.
1: It means but, me, and, me and me and Nick are going to be in there rooting for the Saints to go. That's fine. Yeah, Nick, that's
3: fine. <laughs> did, uh, that. Wait, no, I have a question. That was a great stat that you just gave, Will. Now, did did uh, did the fastest gun in the West beat you to the punch on that post too, Johnny Breach or no? No, no, that
0: was from uh, ESPN Research, I think. Uh, ESPN Stats and Info. And
3: Pete, they did you, watch, and Pete, they Pete did you know that Bill that Billy loves to plug the ESPN Stats and Research, right? I just like to give credit to uh, Bill Barnwell ESPN, too. Bill Barnwell too.
0: ESPN Stats and Info once stole one of my tweets. You ever see that?
3: No, what, what a bunch no. of scumbags, though.
0: No, no, it was a, uh, it was my, a tweet of mine got passed around like internally in Bristol, and like they tweeted, they're like, "Here's a amazing stat." I was like, uh, "Yo, that is my <laughs> tweet verbatim," and they're like, "Oh, our bad, that was passed along internally." It was pretty funny. It was a little thing. Probably
1: stole it from breach. I, 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 did, I yeah, did. John I breach, it. John breach got this, that first too.
0: He stole it from Pete? All right, another back to back to normality. Another home dog. The Minnesota Vikings catching three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this is a fascinating game because you guys didn't hear, but Jason Lock and Flora pointed out before the show. He thinks he talked to some people before the before the Vikings last game. Bradford was never even close to being ready to play, and he thinks that this will be a situation where they won't know until actual game time again when Sam gets out on the field and tries to warm up. But he thinks, at best case, Sam Bradford is going to be a You know, just sort of like not a decoy, but he starts and they're trying to protect him and keep him upright the whole time and not let him take shots. So
3: what a novel concept. Don't let your injured quarterback get hit.
0: Or they're playing a guy who's got two ACL tears with a, a bone bruise. I mean, like the logic says don't start him and let Case Keenum go. If that happens, Nick, who do you like here?
3: Um. Listen, you said the Vikings catching three in this spot. I would rather catch gonorrhea than put money on this game. This is you—you you can't bet on this game. You can't. Who do you know who yeah. the quarterback's going to be? I'll take the points with Minnesota just because I think I, I think Dalvin Cook's really good, and he played really well last week on the road in Pittsburgh against a good defense, despite the fact that his quarterback is Case Keenum, and I think Tampa's a little overvalued right now based on how they bludgeoned a really bad Bears team last week. I'm not going to bet on it. It's not a best bet, but I'll take the points with the home team, the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Skull, Vikings, Skull, Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I don't – this game is too hard to pick for me. I, I don't like the game at all, but if I had to lean one way or the other, if it's Case Keenum, I'm certainly going to take Tampa Bay. I mean, that's that, there's no doubt about that. If it's Bradford and he can play like Bradford, fine. You would t- maybe take the Vikings in the points, but there's no – uh, you know, saying that he's going to, he could be, he could be barely able to move around and then they would kill him up front. So I would, I'm going to lean to the Bucks, but don't love it. So yeah, I mean, I, I'll take the
0: Vikings as the point. I, mean, I think we had to pick it for, you know, CBS sports.com, but it's certainly not a super contest situation. Do you think the line moves if, like, I feel like this is the line built in as if Bradford is not going to play, right? Like, cause, cause there was, cause the line, cause the, the Steelers was free money. And it's annoying that you at didn't and pay. And you half, did, yeah. At five and a half, yeah. At six and a half, the Steelers are free money. That, that line eventually settled at nine once Bradford was ruled out in case Keenum played. Do you think this is the line built in, or do you think it moves more if if, if Case Keenum starts?
3: It'll go up a half point if Keenum starts.
0: Right, so it's built in as, as if Keenum is playing. I actually think that the Vikings can do enough running the ball, playing good defense against Jameis yeah. to keep it close. I'll take the Vikings, but certainly not going to be a best best, best bet situation here the lions another nfc north team catching points at home these frisky little lions two and oh they look pretty good they're playing some good defense yansa back from the dead you got amir Abdullah running the ball matthew stafford looks like he's matured into quite a little quarterback they are playing the falcons who are a very good team and they're getting
1: three points at home what say you here pete this was one of the games i considered taking and i wasn't taking the lions at home I was going to lay the points. I think, look, the Lions played well last week. The Giants' offensive line is atrocious. This time around, the offensive line is pretty darn good. They're going to find some shots down the field. They're going to make those shots down the field. Julio Jones is going to come up big. Uh, I I would lay. I didn't play it as one of my best bets, but I would definitely play the Falcons in this spot.
3: You know, I was so impressed with the Lions' defense on Monday night. And look, obviously Pete's right. Like the Giants' offensive line is disgraceful. We don't have to get into that. We'll talk about them coming up and then the next pick that we make here. But the physicality in the linebacking core and in the secondary. And I'm a huge Jared Davis fan. I think he's going to be a star for the Lions here. Detroit at home in this spot, I think you might be getting... You see, it, it, I like to go overvalued, undervalued. I feel like both teams a little overvalued right now. Atlanta 2-0 and coming off the win against Green Bay. Detroit 2-0 and beating an Arizona team that I don't think is very good and a Giants team that I think is dreadful. Not a best bet for me. You're going to make me pick. I'll grab the points. I'll take the Lions plus the three, but not a best bet.
0: I got the Lions too, not a best bet either. They, they just found a way over the last two years or year and a half to keep all these games close. And it's like even in week one against Arizona, when it looked like they were going to get mashed out, David, you know, David Johnson got hurt, of course, but then Matthew Stafford just finds a way to keep games close at the end. I think he will do that against Matt Ryan. I like Atlanta a lot. Vic Beasley's absence, you can't sleep on that. That's going to hurt a ton for, for Atlanta in terms of their pass rush pressure. I think Detroit keeps it close. Tempted to do it as a best bet because it's a, it's a better than you know, maybe a, a maybe a slightly undervalued team catching points at home, but Atlanta's a little too scary with the way they've looked early on for me to take them in that spot. The Giants are playing my Philadelphia Eagles, and I will go ahead and get it out of the way. This is one of my best bets because the Eagles have a front seven that is going to decimate, decimate the garbage. Giants offensive line. They're going to sack Eli Manning into oblivion. Six points is a lot, but the Eagles are a good team. Um, I actually think Odell Beckham gets a little loose in this one. Eagles end up covering, them.
1: I love the Eagles in this spot, but I, I didn't put him as one of my uh, contest picks. I think the Giants offensive line is atrocious and they keep trotting the same people out. They don't think And they don't you adapt. Know. You, you know, you know got to chip. Are they going to ever help? Are they going to make bunch formations to get guys open? It's so predictable. It's a bad offense right now. It's not just the offensive line's design of the offense. I like the Eagles in this
3: spot. You know what I can't wait for? When Eli Manning gets sacked on the, on the first possession invariably and either fumbles or throws an interception and they show Ben McAdoo on the sideline with that stupid blank stare on his face like it's weekend at Bernie's except it's weekend at McAdoo's and he looks like he's dead and being pantomimed by someone like frickin' Pinocchio. This team's got no clue right now. They've got no chance on offense here and look, Beckham could be 100%. You could put Jerry Rice on the other side, Randy Moss in the slot, and Gronkowski as a tight end. It's still not going to make a difference because you can't keep the damn quarterback upright. The offensive line sucks. The Eagles' front seven is awesome here. I can't make it a best bet because I love my New York Giants too much, and I'm rooting for them to win, and I want them to win. But you are nuts if you lay one cent of your hard-earned American money on the crappy, pathetic, hapless Desperate New York football Giants. I hate to say it. Fly, Eagles, fly. The Eagles win by double digits. It's not going to be pretty for my Giants.
0: little concerned about my best bet now. Titans minus three. Kiss of death. Kiss of death. That's right. Hey, look, you Giants got to win sometime. Titans minus three. Why not? Hosting the Seahawks. Fun game. Interesting game. Could this be a Derrick Henry breakout game, Pete?
1: This is going to be a physical war. I mean, these two teams are going to get after it. I watched Seattle's game on tape the other day. You know, everybody wants to make excuses for the quarterback. He's just not playing very well. And the receivers didn't win, and when they did win, they dropped the ball. And then you, the offensive line was a little bit better, although the right guard stunk. But this is going to be a tough spot for them going against Dick LeBeau in that defense. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, but I'm leaning to the Titans here. I just think this is a tough spot for Seattle.
3: I agree. Um, I don't feel great about it. Not a best bet, but – Look at what Carlos Hyde did to this Seahawks defense last week. Um, Rushed for over 100 yards, but Breda looked good. The backup uh, 49ers running back. And that was with the San Francisco offensive line. And that was on the road in Seattle. This game's in the Music City, Tennessee, a pretty damn good offensive line. Derrick Henry's a a breakout star waiting to happen. If if they have DeMarco Murray, him too, plus Mariota, I think Tennessee's just going to grind this defense into dust and not don't even worry about the legion of boom just run the ball 40 times in this game not a best bet i'll lay it with the tennessee titans
0: yeah i i've got seattle on the site and I'm, I'm thinking about flipping it i think the only reason i'm actually wearing a pete carroll shirt right now it's pretty cool i can't yeah. no
3: I, I just see it. this like is a green, podcast i guess it i see, you, I see right? a green top hat what's the shirt
0: it's pete carroll with a top hat and a monocle it's actually a pretty cool shirt where'd you um, get it at um, oh God, uh, breaking tea. They do these awesome, super comfortable tees. They sent me this, uh, Pete Carroll top cane. You remember that, you know that gif where he's like strutting on the sidelines and then somebody added
1: it. Have you not seen the, the gif where? No, we don't spend all day on the internet like you do. Okay. You
0: haven't seen the gif where he's smacking the gum and he's strutting on the sidelines against, uh, against Arizona? I, and I, time I, time
3: I, I, I pronounce it Jif. It's
0: Jif, it's it's, GIF.
3: It's not GIF. It's, it's Jif. Don't, don't be terrible. No, I, um, yeah. you, you don't anyway, be Anyway, I'll send
0: you the gif. Look, look, I'm sure that our listeners who are not Curmudgeon freak shows like you guys uh, will have seen this. Why before.
3: am I a curmudgeon? I've seen it. Of course, I've seen it. Why am I a have curmudgeon you the, freak show? You. Okay, okay, you the top Of course, I seen the top
0: Okay. So, have you heard about the lady in Colorado? The the the,
3: the poop the pooping jogger.
0: The, the mad pooper. Yes. Yeah. Have you yes. heard about? you heard about the her? Yeah. Pete, have you heard about her? No. She's running around like jogging, and she's just stopping in front of houses and pooping. Like, like on the ground, like she's dropping trowel and pooping on the. Car. I, I can hope,
3: relate to that. I hope the question is, would you execute her if it were your house? My answer no. would be yes.
0: This, this is the surprise. Mike Golick Jr. I believe did the poll in this. Oh, the that's answer.
3: Pete's buddy Golick Jr. You know, Golick Jr. It's, just decimates Pete on Twitter, just destroys I her. Ab-
1: I abuse him. I, I can yeah, always okay. go to the. Right, I can set, always go to the, the car the, the ace in the in the in the in the deck there. But I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: uh Okay, here's here's the question. It was like it's dark with you, it. How did? No, I won't. <laughs> uh, did you see Chris Collins or son on uh, ESPN account the other day? That's cool. No. Uh, the uh, the um, the question was, would you rather find out that your spouse and or significant other is a Internet troll, as in like a horrible person on the Internet who trolls people, or would you rather find out that your spouse, significant other, is the mad pooper?
3: I think both are grounds for divorce.
0: Of course, but, like, which one would be worse?
3: Okay, but Let's the, the, the pooping would
1: be What's the worse. Story?
0: Yes, the pooping would be worse, but everybody answered Internet Troll. Are you kidding
1: me? You wait, have wait, to update your entire but...
0: life if, if your wait, spouse is the bad pooper.
1: And she just drops her sh- – and goes, like, where? On somebody's stoop? Yeah, like on stoops, on lawns, like in the park. She just stops at like – and dumps in the park. Like people crazy. see it. They see yes. you doing it. No, this
0: this lady's kids ran up to her like there's somebody pooping over there. She's like, What are you yeah, about but Sometimes watching? you gotta
3: go, you gotta go. Oh, hold on. Can't make it do you do you hold on? It,
1: Pete Pete is defending pooping in public. Like he's defending it. I'm I'm the, look. If you've ever been in a situation,
3: Pete, where she's you a serial go, pooper. Go. She didn't do it she once. Can't. She's doing it like it's it's a pattern, Pete. Pete. And and you're and
0: you're not understanding Pete. She's Pooping like ten yards away from a bathroom on the ground.
3: Well, Pete, why don't oh, you why, well, why don't you that, tell now Brinson, you're talking about a whole
1: other issue. Why don't you tell yes, Benson your,
3: your yes. RB story, Pete? Because now this is all starting to make some sense. No, because everybody oh, in
1: life has been caught her. in a situation where they got to go. And if you're running and you're jogging somewhere and there's no bathroom anywhere, I know a guy that was jogging around a golf course one day. He he works in the media. I'm not going to name his name. Yeah, his name's And Pete he Prisco. thought he was coming to one of those. He's coming to one of those bathrooms on the golf course, and you go to, you know how you think, okay, I made it. He went to open the door, and it was locked. Well, he didn't make it, so what would he do? He went in the woods by the golf course.
3: Pete, she is a serial poop; like she's done it multiple. It's not a one-off thing. <laughs> yeah, she's hey, doing it. Whatever like- floats your boat.
0: What's- no, not whatever floats your boat. Uh,
3: uh, by the way, Pete,
0: what's the, what's the weirdest place you have ever pooped, Pete?
3: Arby's, the Arby's bathroom.
1: My pants. I
3: He is 60. That does tend to happen. No, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell the Arby story. So Pete stays at the Marriott here when he comes to Fort Lauderdale. The Marriott is about a, a two minute drive at most. Pete stopped at the Arby's, which is maybe 20 seconds away from the hotel because he couldn't make it to the hotel 20 seconds away.
1: And because good, huh? we have bathrooms in our place that have like three stalls and about ninety guys. I, and the bathrooms
3: it, it, in this building that we work in, like they, this, should be the new Guantanamo Bay. Hey, we Nick, should detain I've looked out the wind- I've looked at
1: the window in our building sometime and see you waddling across the street to the other building. <laughs> you're to use damn, you're damn right, I do.
3: I'd rather
0: go
1: there okay. than Guantanamo Bay. Hell yeah. But I, I'm not. Maybe I'm in minority here, but I'm not as repulsed as the lady as most of you are because you gotta go. You gotta go.
0: <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted of the segment was Pete defending the Mad Pooper. I knew it would happen, and it was as predictable as expected. All right, moving. On. I'm taking the. I think I'm going to flip to the Seahawks. I mean, the Titans here. I got the Seahawks on the side. Oh, Nick, don't let him do it, Nick.
3: I, I, as long as it's not one of his best bets, I don't care.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, just, I, I picked the Seahawks because I feel like Seahawks getting points makes sense, but I like this Tennessee team at home and, and what they'll cook up, even against a good The reason
1: people. I say that, um, Brinson, because. I had to listen to him moan and groan and actually have like his mind snap for a second because we wouldn't let him, him have. Him, we the made him take the Saints
0: at, instead of the Broncos. Yeah. Which was B- which loses, was BS. What if you lose the Super Contest by like two points? I won't. Um, okay, Chargers hosting the Chiefs. Chargers, another home dog. This is insane. The Chargers are getting three points at home. Pete, or will my L.A. Chargers get off the Schneid this week?
3: Love!
1: the chargers in this spot that was <laughs> actually can.
3: that was the worst thing like that was absolutely i would it rather horrifying.
1: But it's because i was running and i was thinking about where i was gonna go to later when i go running i would I rather like be somewhere. strapped
0: down and i would rather have to go jogging with the mad pooper and stop every time she stopped and listened to that I would rather be there.
3: clockwork orange in a chair and have to watch the mad pooper than listen to that. That was something else. All right, Pete, but, tell us no, why you I, like I, the Chargers.
1: I, I think the Chargers win this game outright. This is a desperate team that has to have it. They can't fall three games behind with a loss to the to the Chiefs, let alone the other two teams in the division that are defeated. I really like the Chargers to win this game outright. Give me San Diego as one of my best bets. Or it. L.A. as one of my best right. bets.
3: Um, Kiss of death. Give me the L.A. Chargers is one of my best bets as well. and if you Oh, you've noticed, God.
1: Follow me around. Copy got, my paper again. We've got
3: four picks left, and I've only got one best bet, which means I have a best bet in each of the last four games we will pick. I am taking the L.A. Chargers. Great overvalued, undervalued spot here. You will not get a better number on the L.A. Chargers all season than plus three at home against the Chiefs. I think the Chargers win. I'm with Pete. Best bet, L.A. Well, I got some bad news, fellas. I
0: also have the Chargers as a best bet, and I also think the Chargers will win this game. They will ultimately probably lose by six on a pick six. In fact, you know what? They'll probably be up two somehow.
3: Throw a pass. And lose
0: <laughs> on a pick six and fail to cover. <laughs> That's how the Chargers roll. You know, I, you know, I ride and dive with the Chargers. I'm with Pete. They're a desperate team. They played better than they, 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 the record shows. They have a good quarterback. They beat the Chiefs up and down. No Eric Berry. I like the Chargers here, but don't, uh, Don't feel good about it because you guys do, too. Next up, the Packers and the Bengals. Bengals are on the road. Packers are minus eight and a half. I almost read that one wrong because of all these stars on the sheet in front of me. Who do you like in the Packers? Minus
3: eight and a half, Nick. Um, I've been saying it for two weeks now, ever since the Bengals lost on Thursday night to the Texans. I'm taking Cincinnati in this game with the points, and I think it's going to be really close, and I think it's going to come down to it in the fourth quarter. Hey, Ken Zampezi, hit the bricks, buddy. Let's get Bill laser, laser beams on their freaking foreheads in here, running the offense for Cincy. Big game for Joe Mixon. Big game for A.J. Green. Andy Dalton off the schneid. Cincinnati covers one of my best bets, the Bengals.
1: Oh, God. Because it's also one of my best bets, yeah, and I've been on, talking man. about it.
3: No, been no, no! talking no, you're about copying, it all no no, 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 you're copying my paper on this one. My I, ass. I co-
1: I, I, all week I've been talking about this game, and you copy my paper again. You're a loser. Quick copy of my paper. You're dragging me down into Crapville. I mean, oh, you're the jogger. Yeah, I yeah, get I it. I was going to say, in. yes,
3: yeah, Crapville, population one, Pete Prisco.
1: Oh, my God. I can't believe you copied me again. But I, I do love the Bengals in this spot. It's going to be a, a – the Packers are banged up. It's going to be a six-point game at best. Uh, new offensive coordinator, they're going to get, they're making a concerted effort to get the ball to AJ green. Give me the six points. Plus the Bengals defense isn't that bad. Give me the six, give me the, give me the eight and a half.
0: I got the Bengals too. Oh, Not as God. the best bet, but I got the Bengals. I look, it's We're so, screwed. I don't think it's a, what's that?
3: We're so screwed.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't necessarily think so. I mean, eight and a half is a lot. And if the Packers offensive line isn't healthy in front of Aaron Rodgers, they're going to struggle a little bit of offense. Now they got exposed in Atlanta. They may want to come out and, and really cut some stuff loose. But if Jordy Nelson's got, is 50, he's 50-50 at best to play with this quad strain, he said, and you know, he expects to play, but he might not be entirely healthy. When Jordy's gone, that offense changes. I like the Bengals here a lot. Two games left on the docket.
3: Raiders
0: at the Redskins. Yeah, Redskins, another home dog catching three in a primetime game.
3: What, Nick? You know, I'm going to give Raider Nation a lot of credit because I, I tweet my picks out every, every, like the one number I'm leaning on Tuesday. And, you know, they'll get like maybe one gets like 10 10 likes on Twitter, a couple retweets, maybe one gets a little more, a little less. My Raiders Redskins pick blew up. All of Raider Nation was basically in my mentions for two or three days. How in God's name could you be picking the Redskins? Now, Raider Nation, I love you guys. NFL's better when the Raiders are winning. I acknowledge that. I hope the Raiders make the playoffs. I picked the Raiders to make the playoffs. That being said, this line's crazy. Kirk Cousins has not had a good game yet this season. That changes on Sunday night. This Raiders defense is not good. Cousins will take advantage. Big game for Terrell Pryor. Big game for Cousins. Big game for Jamison Crowder. Not only do the Redskins cover on Sunday night, one of my best bets. Hail to the Redskins. Redskins win. Best bet, Washington.
1: It's not one of my best bets, but it almost was, and I tend to agree with you, Nick. Uh, Look, Raider Nation hates me. They just absolutely hate me. Every week I come back at me because I picked against them all year, and I didn't pick them to win the division and da-da-da-da-da-da. But – that defense is a concern of mine still. I know they've been a little bit better. I think the Redskins are going to wake up on offense. I like the Redskins in this spot as well. Give, give me the Redskins. I got the Redskins. Too. Look! It. Oh, God. You know what's great about this? We're giving a kiss of death to all his picks in the contest, so he's going to be rocking. That is it. true. I mean, we unreal. are. No, Nick's going to want to. Nick's
0: going to "Do you think Nick is like secretly like ten and five in the contest? He's been like sending like like the opposite of
1: what he picked." Or like, no, no, all you got to do is go online and look at. They believe me. The standings came out today. I saw the standings, and the I three last. of us losers are at the bottom of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know what would be awkward is if like this podcast became really popular. By the way, you can subscribe to I- on iTunes, leave reviews, rate us. What if this podcast became, podcast became really popular because people were making tons of money off finding out which teams we loved and then betting against us?
3: No, we will. I'm going five and zero this week. That's not happening.
0: Not
1: well, I know you're going to win a couple of your picks because you you copy my paper and you got two. You got you got two of them I know of, and I think you got a third one because you copied my paper on this one too.
0: I know you're going to lose the Chargers because we all have that in our Super Contest picks. Don't worry about that. Um, look, but look. I, I've got a pretty consistent theme here this week, and it's I'm taking the dogs, especially if they're dogs at home, and especially in a primetime game. I'm almost always going to take, unless this is the Jets at home against the Raiders, I'm almost always going to take the home team. The, Ra- the Raiders are good, but you're talking about overvalued, undervalued, Nick? The Raiders are tremendously overvalued right I, now. I, I, People I could, love I the could Raiders. Not,
3: I could not agree more.
1: Speaking of dogs, that lady that runs and jogs and craps, she should pin it on the dogs. Then they'll do a DNA sample and compare it to hers, and she'll get caught.
0: No, they've got... There's no on, like there's visual video, evidence of yes. her like squatting. She's she's running with napkins now. It's insane. You know they All do
1: right. do that now around places with dogs. Do you know that? What? Like in in apartment buildings and stuff, they they make their dogs submit DNA samples, and then if your dog you don't pick up your dog's crap, they as you it. should.
3: If you don't pick up your dog's crap, you're a trash human. And, and, should, well, be it, and should be. That's why you don't have dogs. So you don't have to walk a stupid a, dog. Should be struck in the temple with a ballpoint hammer. Did I just say that? L- oh, maybe. That's not for, what that's did not you just say? I mean, listen, people that don't pick up, like, like, how about in my elevator, in my building in Fort Lauderdale? Like, there is piss and crap in the elevator sometimes because people, like, the dogs go in the elevator and they don't clean. I am not saying that those people should be homeless, struck in the temple. Will I live in a hotel? Well, Basically, the building's gorgeous.
1: So is mine, and they do the same thing. Well, you it's live in Jacksonville, thing. so
3: not, not the same thing.
1: Hey, hey, but let me tell you something. When, I, when Before I saw my townhouse, I was sitting out there, and I saw the guy. He was walking his dog, and he's taking craps like right in my eye. I told him about four different times, and finally I grabbed it with a shovel and threw it against his townhouse.
3: <laughs> That's, I actually believe that he did that. Now, Will, I'm not saying the people that do that should be struck in the temple with a ballpoint hammer, but I'm not saying they shouldn't either.
0: They could be struck in the temple. I don't care. Uh, Cowboys at the Cardinals, final game of the week. Another home dog. Again, there's 10 of them this week. That's insane. I know which way you
1: guys are going, too. Okay, I, you know where I'm going. This is We're easy. all
0: taking it. We're all taking it. One no, this bests. is easy.
1: This is back-to-back road games for a team that got figured out a little last week, and they're going to play a team playing its home opener on a Monday night. Are you kidding me? If people are prematurely burying Carson Palmer, playing against a banged-up secondary Forget about it. This might be the easiest pick on the board. Cardinals, one of my best bets. Wait,
3: do me a a favor. Will, don't move. Don't move from where you're standing. Pete, look at Skype right now and, Will, and look to the left of where where Will is sitting. Whose face do you see there smiling in the frame? John Brantz. that is John Breach, correct? John Breach, John Breach. He's looking yeah. over your oh. shoulder, Will. He's got the picture of John, the fastest gun in the west. Fastest gun in the west, making an appearance here. Um, you know, you know, of course, this is a best bet. Not only are the Cardinals going to cover on Monday night, the Cardinals are going to win the game outright. That is my fifth and final best bet, Arizona. So, so Nick, me and you guys, Mr. are this Monday Night, let's go this week. Well we'll give our we'll actually give the five picks coming up here in a second. We'll find out
0: right, it's one of my best bets too. Here's my five. Carolina minus five and a half. New England minus thirteen and a half. Chargers plus three. Philly minus six.
1: Arizona plus three. I have Here's my best bets. Colts plus one, Broncos minus three, Chargers plus three, Bengals plus eight and a half, Cardinals plus
3: three. I have the Bills plus three, the Chargers plus three, the Bengals plus eight and a half the Redskins plus three, and the Cardinals plus three. And I will add this. Now, Pete, you're with me on you, – you weren't with me week one, but you noticed week two. I was not – I didn't have the normal meltdowns that I usually have. I was much more in control, correct? Like, you have to acknowledge that, right?
1: Yeah, but you were tired, though, on two, on Sunday. Okay. What's we, – we, And I know you were tired because we heard it from you 22 times. I you actually, put the over I, under I only at, said it like two we, or
3: three times. I would we admit it. put the it, over under at 18, and you went way over. So – this, these are the kind of games where I'm taking bad teams at home or teams that are in theory worse than the team that they're playing. I will probably melt down on Sunday if things do not go my way. I will melt down and, and I'm not looking forward to it.
1: But here's the, here's the kind of the good thing about it. If you melt, if you have a bad Sunday, then me and Brinson are both having a bad Sunday. So True. nobody's getting really hurt.
3: Misery you know loves company you? guys.
1: Listen, I want all you, all you listeners out
0: there after you get done subscribing and rating this podcast to Five go stars. to your local sports book or your online site or whatever it is. And I want you to take your life savings and bet a parlay Packers. on the Chiefs, Chiefs, plus Chiefs minus three the and the Cowboys minus three. The Cowboys. And then you thank us when you are rich. And then tweet us a picture of that ticket. Once you get it at Frisco CBS, at the Costas, at Will Brinson, tweet us a picture of that sweet, glorious winner. Wait, what is that? And the, um, the
3: anti-pick six podcast parlay is the Cowboys minus three, the Packers minus the eight and a half, and the Chiefs minus three. Go-
0: no, but I don't have the I don't have the Bengals as a best bet. Okay, so so what so it's just it's it's, it's just Chiefs and
3: Cowboys. Chiefs, if you Cowboys, believe, parlay.
0: If you believe in the kiss of death of this podcast, and you should, <laughs> then you should parlay those two
1: teams. And if people, and if somebody parlays that and actually takes a picture of it and sends it to us to us, I'm gonna and they win. People I'm going people group on I'm, your lawn. <laughs> No, I'm going for a jog, and then I'm gonna take that out with me, and yes, 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 and that's what's gonna to happen to that, that ticket. Just...
0: Alright, you heard it here, Pete's, Pete will do that. I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say you'd refund The deuce
1: the will be on the loose, baby! Oh, <laughs> oh, my,
3: oh my god. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. uh, horrific. Right, we will make Call sure this Deuce
1: happens. McAllister! If you,
0: if you, god. Deuce Bigelow, Pete, or Deuce Prisco, male Gigolo, if you, Take that parlay. You send. You send us. You tweet us a picture of it. We will print it out. We will make sure Pete is forced to go on a jog at a local high school track with his diaper and, <laughs>
1: and clean it. Clean
0: it. All right. That is we'll how we wrap up this podcast. Think I would
1: do that? Do you? Come on. What kind of person do you think I am? You think I'm an animal? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of thought
0: you would hold up that. I kind of thought you would hold up that in the bargain. All right.
1: For Pete Frisco, Nick Costas, I'm Will Brinson, we'll see you guys okay. <laughs>